Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah thoughts, ideas, and messages in all of its wonderful parts and facets. Baruch Hashem, today this is easier than ever before. Please enjoy the following class and the rest of them on my podcast. And follow in order to receive updates daily. Also, please feel free to share this podcast with your friends, family, and neighbors so they could enjoy as well. Now let's move on and learn and grow together. Today's Daf Meseches Gitin is Daf Yud Zion 17. And there are going to be two sections in today's daf. First section, the Gemara will really follow up with yesterday's Gemara, where we discussed the two versions of Rabbi Yochanan yesterday. If two people are made shluchim to transfer the get from overseas to Eretz Yisrael, we had two versions yesterday if they need to, which the first version is if they don't need to say Paninach, Paninach, Bifanenu. And according to the second version, they do. So we're going to have two two different conversations of Ravami and Ravasi seemingly uh, reflecting those two versions and we'll see what the conclusive sack is. He's actually referring to the seventh case of the Mishnah but it's the same underlying discussion. And then the second section of today is going to get into a big Yisaitistic basic fundamental discussion in Meseches Gitin which is the establishment that the rabbis made of Zman in Get. So we'll analyze Get Mukdam. there's Machlekes Tanoim and then we'll show the reasoning, which is a, a get dated earlier. It's a get mukdam, earlier than it was given. And we'll also discuss for the reason that Chazal established Zman and Gitin, and then the potential challenges and resolutions that that brings. So let's begin. We're holding towards the top of Yud Zainam and Aleph. Now, <coughs> the Gemara here is referring to the seventh case of the Mishnah. So the seventh case of the Mishnah was... So the last case of the Mishnah we said is if one person walks in and says it was written in front of me, two people say it was signed in front of us, kosher, they get, would be considered acceptable. So, Amar Rabbi Ami, Amar Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Yechon, Shanu, it would only be acceptable, El Shaget Yad Eid Ksiva, if the one person who's saying that it was written in front of me is also the Shliach. So, that would be acceptable. Why? Because then it would emerge that it's as if you have two witnesses on the Ksiva as the aide who's also, as the one who's a Shliach and says, or in general, the one who says, is treated like two. So therefore, if he's the Shliach, the one on the Ksiva, then it's as if there's two people on the Ksiva. And then the Lemaisa are two people on the Chasimais, the two people who, they didn't say, that they were shluchim, but they said b'faninu nechdam, and that would be acceptable then because you have proper edus on the entirety of the matter. But if the two people that said b'faninu nechdam, they were the shluchim, and the aid on the ksiva, and the aid on the ksiva says b'faninu nechdav, he's not a shliach, so then the halacha will be puzzle, that the get will be invalid. As Alma, the Gemara says, kasava, we see the Rabbi Yechanan holds, According to this version of Rav Ami, Shnaim Shaviu get Medina Sayam, that if two people bring a get from overseas, 
They still need to say it was written and signed in front of us. Now, why do they still need to say it was written and signed in front of us? Because, as we saw, this is really like the second version of Rabbi Yechanan above, that the issue that we deal with is the issue, it's not just an issue of because even if you have two witnesses that are there, Lachaira could be Mikayimit, that shouldn't be an issue like Rava said, but there's an additional issue of Rabba, which is Lashma. So if the get comes from overseas, there's a issue that maybe it's not written Lashma. As we said in version number two of Rabbi Yechanan yesterday, of Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yehuda in the name of Rabbi yesterday. So therefore, you see from this version of Rabbi Ami, Amr Yechanan, the seventh case of our Mishnah, that even if two people are shluchim on the on the get, there still would be a requirement to say and since they can't do that, it would be problematic. But according to what you're saying, Reisha, the sixth case of the Mishnah, the Katani that taught, that if two people said it was written in front of us, and one person said it was signed in, it was signed in front of me, this is the sixth case of the Mishnah, and there we said puzzle. Tanakama said puzzle. Rabbi Machshi said it's kosher. The way you're learning is even if two people bring in a get, they both need to say so still, past the Rabban, the Rabban would invalidate it, even if they're both shluchim. So Rabbi Ami said to Ravasi, yes, it would be that they would both invalidate it. Now, Taisus over here points out that the question of Ravasi against Rabbi Ami is really a lead-up to, well, what's the basis of the Machlaikis then? We already explained that yesterday. The second version is, as Rabbah explained it yesterday, that they both hold the issue is lishma. And it was Lachar Shalom, do is a Shaila if Shami Yafsir Dover Kilkulai or not. The Gemara just doesn't go through the Shaklavitarya because we already did that yesterday. Okay, Zimnin, we're holding about uh, 10 lines before the Mishnah. Zimnin, uh, other times, Ashkachedi Yasivik Amar. So if Asi, founder of Ami, who was sitting and saying that in the seventh case of the Mishnah, where two people said it was written in front of us, sorry, one person said it was written in front of me, and two said it was signed in front of us. And the way Rav Ami then explained it is that even if the two people that said it was signed in front of us were the shluchim, it would still be acceptable in the seventh case of our Mishnah. So al makasavar. So then it would emerge that you see Rav Ami's opinion is shnayim sheviu get medina sayam. Rav Ami the neighbor Yechanan. Two people brought to get from overseas. Ain't zrichin shiyem faneinu nechdam faneinu nechdam. Following a train of thought of Rav Yechanan in the first version yesterday of Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda in the neighbor Yechanan yesterday, like the first version that they don't need to say faneinu nechdam faneinu nechdam when two people are shluchim. So therefore, if you have two shluchim on the matter here, you don't need to say that. So Lachayir says the Gemara. Amrli Ravasi, Ravasi said to Rabbi Ami, again, similar shakvatari al-Meata, but according to this, Reisha de Katani, the sixth case of our Mishnah, which taught him Achlaikis, in the case that two people said it was written in front of me and one said it was signed in front of me, puzzle. Rabbi Domach, Rabbi said it was kosher, so Taima, they ain't get yet to mitachas midashne, and that's because they're not both shluchim. Ha, get yet to mitachas midashne, but if they were both shluchim, Machshir Rabbana, the Rabbana would say it's kosher. He says, yeah, if they were both shluchim, the Rabbanan would accept such a proposition. So now the Gemara could continue again and say, what's the machlaikis? But we're not going to do that. But the problem is, it comes out that Rabbi Ami reported two different versions of Rabbi Yechanan from yesterday. It seems to contradict himself. Initially, it seems to pass in like the second version, that two shluchim who bring in the get still need to say, and then the second psaki seems to say, is like the first version, they don't. 
So Ravasi said to Rabbi Ami, but the other times you didn't say like this. You said we passed him like the second version, and two people don't need to say Bufani Nechtam. So Amar Lei... Same thing. You said the first version also you forgot to say. Right, no. So the first, the first, the first way Rabbi Ami said today is like the second version of yesterday, which is when two people are shluchim on the get, they don't need, they do need to say Bufani Nechtam. Sorry, they do. They do need to say Bufani Nechtam. The... Second conversation, seemingly between Rami and Ravasi, seems to be that Rav Ami held like the first version yesterday. They don't. So Amar Leis, Rav Ami responded, "Yes, said he, should like Tamut. This is a peg that won't move. Meaning, the first version is accurate, like I'm saying now. Two people or shluchim on the get do not need to say because, as we said yesterday, there's Edim and Lekaimoy. It's not common. All of the reasons we gave yesterday." And also, by the way, like Rabbi Barachana Paskin yesterday, because if two people would walk in and say she was divorced in front of us, they'd be believed. So if they say we're shluchim of the husband, they'd also be believed. And even though apparently I said earlier, says Rav Ami, like the, like the second version, that they still need to say it, that's incorrect. Either I made a mistake or that was a wrong reporting, etc. Okay, moving on to the second point of the day. So now we're going to get into a major discussion in this Masechta about Zman when it comes to Gittin. So now, the halacha is that, as we're about to learn, gittin need to be dated properly, which means when it comes to a get, the date that the get is being effective needs to be written into the get, into the divorce contract. So we're going to see in this Mishnah, about a get muktam, which means a predated get, a get that's dated before it was actually given. And then in the Gemara, we're going to show that there's a machlekes amoyra in Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish as to the reason Chazal requires Zman and Gittin altogether. What's the reason for that? And then we'll have challenges back and forth. So Zak the Heliga Mishnah like this. Nichtav b'yoyim. We're holding towards the bottom. Yitzayin and Aleph. Nichtav b'yoyim v'nechtam b'yoyim. Let's let's say the get was written during the day, and it was also signed during the day. Now in this case, it's all one halachic day. Right, written during the day, signed during the day. It could have been 10 minutes later, but it's one halachic day, so there's no problem. Or, if a get is written at night, and then it's given that same night. could have been 10 minutes later or two hours later, but it's the same night. Or, even if it's written the night before, and it's only given the next day. Again, it's the same, same principle. Day. It's the same day in halacha. So, kosher. Such a get is acceptable. There's no significant break of a day between the ksiva, the writing, and the chasima, the signing. Such a get is acceptable, l'kuli alma. But says the Tanakama, if the get is written by day and then signed at night, so now you have a problem. Because if it's written at day, that means the date that will be reflected in the get is going to be the prior day, but it's only signed at night, which means the giving and the signing will only be done this, the night after. The problem then is, is that it'll show that the divorce was a day before, but really the divorce was a day after. So in that case, puzzle, that's what we call a get mukdam, a predated get, and that will be invalid as there's a day separation between Ksiva and Chasima. Rabbi Shimon Machshir, however, Rabbi Shimon says such a get is acceptable, and we'll have to explain in the Gemara why this is, but what's the basis for that? Shahaya Rabbi Shimon, because Rabbi Shimon used to say, any documents that are written during the day and signed at night, psulin. 
So in general, when it comes to monetary law documents, there is an issue with that. Why is there an issue with that? So this just has to do with collections. Because let's say I borrow money from you, and I, the, the document to reflect that transaction is written one day and then signed the next day. The problem is, if I'm borrowing from you, you'll be able to come and tovea for my lakufas, <coughs> people that I sell properties off to. But you're going to be tovea, you're going to claim from them from the date that's written in the document. The problem is, the date that's written in the document isn't when the loan occurred because it was only signed and given later. So by general documents of monetary law, there is an issue with that, Rabbi Shimon concedes. Chutz <laughs> nashim. Besides gitei nashim. So Rashi explains why is gitei nashim different? Because a get is not for collection purposes. Suva might be, but a get isn't really required or used in the purpose of collection. So if it was written on one day, signed on the next, says Rabbi Shimon, it's acceptable, unlike monetary law. We'll explain this machlaik is more in the Gemara, though. Why, why, why is it called kolak gitin? Sometimes documents called gitin. Right, so sometimes in this masachta, the Mishnayas use the word get for shar star. It's very interesting. I don't know why, yeah, it's interesting. This is one of the fundamental sugyas in Gitin. Itmar. So we have a machloikis amorayim if neimatik nuzman begitin. Why did the Chachamim establish the requirement to have date, a specific date in the get? So Rabbi Yochanan, this means Gitin. Gite Isha. Gite Noshin. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Mishum basachoisoi. So two very interesting svaras. Rabbi Yochanan says, because of his niece. What do you mean because of his niece? Says Rashi. There's a, it's actually a mitzvah. The Gemara tells us there's a mitzvah to marry your niece. Okay, challenge that. Challenge that as you may. But that's what the Gemara says. Yeah. What? You have to have a date. Every star needs a date. Exactly what I just said. Other documents of monetary law, there's good reason to have a date in that. Also for a get. For a get, there's no collection. No, but there's a hold on, hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. But I'm saying, I, we're assuming now the purpose of it is for monetary law, for collection purposes. Git and Lechara have no collection. Ksuva is a different story, but the Git and Lechara. So the first svar ah, is what you just said, Eishas Ish. Rabbi Yochanan says like this There was a mitzvah, the Gemara says a mitzvah to marry your niece. Now, okay, you don't like that? I don't know what to tell you. That's what the Gemara says. So now, there is an issue as follows. Let's say a guy married his niece, she was Mizana. Now, his niece. So he doesn't want her to get chenek. He doesn't want her to get strangulation in court, but she is chayeth nisa. So what's he going to do? He's going to write a get and give it to her, and he's not going to put a date. So then she'll be brought to court, and there'll be Adam, yeah, you're chay- you mezana, etc. And then she'll put it, I was divorced. I was a penuya. Now, penuya, a single girl, isn't allowed to sleep around. It's promiscuity, but it's not an iser da'iraisa to make her chayeth nisa. So therefore, what he'll do is he'll be chas al basachos, that's the way the Gemara Karashi learns, He'll have mercy, because it's his niece in the end of the day, and in order to cause her to avoid the death sentence, he'll make a get without a zman. So in order that we know when she was actually divorced, so he can't avoid justice, Chazal, Chazal required, well, the better Eitzah is just right. There would be problematic, because you have a cipher doing it, so it could predate it. They're not going to be masking. But the point is, it could be open-ended. So therefore, Chazal require a zman to avoid an ish, the, the potential reality of getting out of a chiv of misa that she really is mechuyev. That's Rabbi Yechanan's opinion. How do you say ish ish? Give me the ex- ex- case. Uh, uh, if he's just a brain woman, and he may be very uh, uh, mad at her and let her die. You know? Uh, 
he's not gonna. He's not gonna. I don't really understand your question. No, What's he, the he, question he, of Aisha Sish? Because if, if 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 a woman gets remarried before the get takes effect, you don't know when this get takes effect. Right. So you have a woman. But she has a get. She has a get. No, so she has it. If she has it, she has it. So then it must have been. I mean, unless she stole it, but that's that's like a extenuated circumstance. Right. So the point is, though, it can be utilized in a strategy to avoid justice that she really, and that's basachais. That's Rabbi Yechonon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's difficult, difficult Indian. Yeah, I don't know. That's. But that that in itself suggests that if that marriage is questionable. Problematic. Not, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. says that's not the svara. Rather, it's mishum peros. It's a svara of fruits. Halacha is a woman when she gets married, she can bring in certain properties that are called nichse melug. Nichse melug are properties that she brings into the marriage. She owns the principal value of the properties, but the husband is allowed to benefit from the peros, which means he can sell the peros and he can enjoy them. Says Reish Lakish. We know that he can only enjoy them until the end of the marriage. But once the marriage ends, he is not allowed to enjoy those fruits anymore. He only has rights to the peros, the fruits of those lands, when he's her husband. So says the Gemara, the problem is if there's no zman in the get, the husband will continue to sell those fruits. And then he'll, she'll pull out the get and he'll say, yeah, I was selling it by my right because the get was only effective later. And then what will end up happening is she won't have any claim to recollect the monies that he sold off, the produce that he sold off. Now that there's a zman in the get, though, if he sells anything beyond the zman, she'll go to the people who purchased it and she'll take those things back because those are really due to her. But beforehand, as Rashi says, was she had no power of claim because the husband will say and the bar- purchasers will say it was before you were divorced. Now that there's Azman, he can't sell those things off Shalaikadin, he can't sell them off inappropriately. So that's Rabyechan Rish Lakish. According to Rabyechan and the Zman is so that he doesn't have Rahmanas on her and prevent her from being Chayav Misa if she was Mizana. According to Rish Lakish, it's Mishum Peros that he shouldn't take advantage of the situation selling fruits that are not really due to him. She'll be able to collect that money later. Says the Gemara, Reish Lakish, my time will learn with Rabbi Yochanan. Why does Reish Lakish disagree with Rabbi Yochanan's Svara of Basa Chaisa? So Amr Lacha, turning to Yadzayim Abayis, so Reish Lakish is back. He says, I don't like the Svara of Basa Chaisa because Znus Lashchicha, because Znus is not common. Chachamim wouldn't make Gezeras or Takanas in a case of for, for, to avoid a Znus situation. It's just not so common. Therefore, it's not necessary to make Takanas. So generally the rule is they make takanas for the rule and not the exception to the rule. That's the general idea. Yeah. For Rabbi Yechonon, my time will learn Reish Lakish. Why doesn't Rabbi Yechonon hold like Reish Lakish? Means why doesn't Rabbi Yechonon have an issue? The Paris thing is a serious issue. Is that he'll sell off the fruits that are not appropriately applicable to him. Why isn't that a problem according to Rabbi Yechonon? Maybe that's why they established Zman and Gitin. So Kasav Rabbi Yechonon holds Yesh Lebal Paris Ad Shas Nesina. This is an important machlek as we're going to get to later. But Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is that the husband has rights to the fruits not from the time of the writing of the get, but rather from the time that the get is given to the woman. So therefore, really he has rights to the fruits and he can sell them off and she doesn't have the capacity to reclaim them all the way until it's actually given to her. So based on that, what's that? 
So therefore, based on that, exactly, if she wanted, one second, based on that, if she wanted to reclaim them, she wanted to get her fruits back, she'd have to bring a proof when the get was given. So she'll bring a proof when it was given. But the Zman won't help you in that way because the Zman's dated from the Ksiva. So therefore, Rabbi Yechonon says it must be the Zman's not because of Peirois, must be because of Basachosai. Very interesting as far as we're working with here. What? Definitely possible. Definitely possible. And we're gonna we're gonna go through a bunch of series of, of questions because of that. Right. There is a possibility that it's not so clear. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's in another country. Uh, exactly. That's gonna be the fifth challenge. Beautiful. Exa- excellent. That's exactly. We're gonna go through. There are. We even discuss cases where there's gonna be some break. Exactly. So the Gemara says, Let's go back to the Mishnah now. According to Reish Lakish, I understand. In our Mishnah, now we just have to say one thing. Rashi points out over here. Rabbi Shimon in our Mishnah said a get muktam is acceptable. A predated get is acceptable. Rashi points out. We're going to learn later. Rabbi Shimon's opinion is kivan shenosan of legarsha shuvein leperos. Is that the moment a person, a husband, nosan ein of legarsha means he wants to divorce her. It's not. It's not a given to her yet. He immediately doesn't have rights to the Mirsi Malug. He immediately doesn't have right to the fruits. That's the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. So says the Gemara, I understand Reish Lakish. I understand why Rabbi Shimon, our Mishnah, said he predated get is acceptable. Because why? Because. What's that? The other ones are puzzle. All documents are puzzle that are predated besides Gite Nashim. Yeah. So I understand, according to Reish Lakish, why a predated get is acceptable. Says the Gemara, because Rabbi Shimon holds, Rabbi Shimon, he holds that the moment he wants to divorce his wife, Kivan Shinnasan Ein of Lagarsha, we'll explain this more later, but immediately he doesn't have rights to the fruits. So it makes sense then why a predated get is not a problem. It's acceptable because it's true, he doesn't have rights to her, certainly from the time that the get is, is, is uh, predated as well. So, Bishlam Alareish Lakish, I understand that the reason for Takana of Zman and Gitin, according to Reish Lakish, is because of Peros, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon says it's acceptable in our Mishnah because it's already going to be a disallowance for the husband to have rights to the fruits from the moment he wants to divorce her. So, therefore, the predating isn't going to create an issue. But according to Rabbi Yechanan, why does Rabbi Shimon in our Mishnah say it's acceptable? means he holds there's an issue of znus. An issue of znus is not an issue of peros. It's true, the husband forfeits peros from the moment he wants to divorce her. But she'll only be a penuya from the moment she's actually divorced. So according to Rabbi Yechanan's understanding of Zman and Gitin, how does Rabbi Shimon say, again, muktam is acceptable? How, how, do you, how do you establish the fact that, that he, when he wanted to, to divorce her. Let's take Siva. Well, like Siva. You should, no. I know, I know, but at when, least it should be Mishas. You're right, you're yeah. right, but at least it should be Mishas Siva. At least that much. Let, yeah. Let's say it's Siva. That basically okay. means Siva. Because there's no, you're right, there's no ver, other way to yeah. prove anything. No exactly. Siva. responds like this. means Gufa, that's the Machlaikis in the Mishnah. I wasn't saying my opinion, because of in Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon holds its kosher because he holds like Reish Lakish. 
I guess Rish Lakish holds like him, Rabbi Shimon, like the town of Rabbi Shimon, that the reason for Zman and Gitin is Mishum Peros. And since Rabbi Shimon holds, Peros is not an issue because he, he's already disallowed from eating fruits from the time of Ksiva from the beginning, so it's acceptable. But Kika, meaning the Rabbanan, says Rabbi Yechanan, my opinion follows the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan say Mishum Basachaisai. And why is that an issue, therefore? Because if the date in the get is written earlier, and then the divorce was only later, so she'll be able to evade justice. So the Rabbanan actually are the opinion that I'm following who hold Mishum Basachaisa. Rabbi Shimon? Yeah, maybe Rish Lakish could hold like Rabbi Shimon, but I don't hold like Rabbi Shimon. We don't pass him like Rabbi Shimon. That's good for the Machlaikis in the Mishnah. Asks the Gemara Bishlam the Rabbi Yechanan Hainu Deika Bein Rabbi Shimon the Rabbanan. So now we've explained very nicely what the debate in our Mishnah is Toloyan is dependent on according to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says the Rabbanan hold the reason for Zman and Gitin is Mishum Basachoso. She'll evade justice if it's predated, so it's Pasul. Rabbi Shimon says the reason is Mishum Peros, and since he already forfeits the rights to fruits the moment he wants to divorce her, let's put in parentheses Ksiva, so therefore there's no issue if it's predated. But according to Reish Lakish, it seems they both should hold Mishum Peros. So then what's the debate in our Mishnah? Why would the Rabbanan say it's possible? What is the underlying Machloikis? So the Gemara answers, Reish Lakish says, Peri de Mishas Ksiva Vajas Chasima The Machloikis is the fruits that are sold between the writing and the signing of the get. That is the distinction. Reish Lakish, or Reish Rabbi Shimon's opinion is he already forfeits fruits from the time of Ksiva, from the right. time of writing. So therefore, if it's predated, it's not a problem. Let's just assume for now that the signing and the giving is, is similar. But the point is, is that the Reb Shimon's opinion is from the time of writing, he already forfeits his rights to fruit. So therefore, if it's predated, it's not a problem. That's an acceptable identification of when he forfeits his rights to fruits. And she could claim from buyers if he sold fruits after that point. But the Rabbanan hold that he only forfeits his rights to the fruits, Mishas Chasima, from the time of the signing. But then the get doesn't reflect the reality of when he forfeits the rights to those peros of Nechse Melug. And therefore, such a get will be invalid. That's the Pshat. Says the Gemara, but one second, the way it emerges now, you're saying Rabbi Yechanan doesn't hold like Reish Lakish because Rabbi Yechanan holds that the husband has rights to fruits until the Shas Nisina, until a time of giving. And Reish Lakish seems to hold that the Rabbanan in our Mishnah hold that he, he has rights, the, sorry, the, the uh, husband has rights to fruits um, until the time of the Writing or signing, yeah. writing or signing, right? Because earlier we said writing, right? One second. <coughs> What's that? It's writing. What's writing? Hold on, let's see, make sure I said this right. Yeah, but signing doesn't mean giving. Either writing or signing, that's the point, right. So the problem is, is that but we have a, another version of this debate, which is the exact opposite. 
to Itmar because the second version of this debate, Rabbi Yechon Lakish says, When would a woman be allowed to reclaim fruits her husband sold off? Rabbi Yechon Amar Mishas Ksiva. So this is the opposite. Rabbi Yechon says here, from the time that the get is written. Earlier he said from the time that the get was given. And here Ishlakish says from the time it's given. Earlier he said either from the time of writing or the time of signing, depending on the Shita, Rabbi Shimon or the Tanakama. But the point is, this is the exact opposite of Machlaikis. The Gemara says, Epoch. Sometimes the Gemara does this. Flip that around. The second version is inaccurate. Really, Rabbi Yechanan holds this from the time of giving. Ishlakish says either the Rabbanan or Rabbi Shimon, it's Mishas Ksiva or Mishas Chasim. Okay, now the Gemara is about to go through the last section of the day here is five challenges against the entire premise of a get avoiding the issue of Basachoso or Mishum Peros. We're about to show, it's really what Plenimus over there just mentioned, is there are potential scenarios that would circumvent this resolution. Right? The whole resolution is she should, the girl shouldn't avoid justice if she was Mizana, or he shouldn't be able to sell off fruits that he wasn't ap- appropriately still having rights over. We're going to show there are capacities to circumvent the takana altogether, and then we're going to say, What did they accomplish if there is a capacity to evade it altogether? So let's go through five challenges now. I'm going to have the Rav Yosef. So Abayi is Rav Yosef like this. We're going to have a Mishnah later on, and we've quoted this already. And the Mishnah is going to say like this, There are three Gitin that are Psulim on a rabbinic level, but if the woman would remarry based on this get. There's some there's some inherent issue in the get, but it's only rabbinically problematic. So if she remarries, Avlad Kosher, the child is considered acceptable. Now one of those cases is there's Edim, but you don't have Zman. So you don't have Zman in the get, and the halacha is if she remarries using that get, what's the halacha? The child is a, not a mom, so the child's acceptable. So asks Yosef, So what did the Chachamim benefit with their Takana? If you're telling me and she remarries and it's not a problem, the child is acceptable, so then what benefit is there in having this Takana? Ultimately, she will remarry and it's not a problem anyways. So it seems like the Halacha Paskin Deram Peivav circumvents this Halacha of Zman. So the more answer is no. No. There's a lechatchila. Lechatchila, she should not remarry using this get. So therefore, as Rashi explains over here, if they if she comes into court and they want to write the get without Azman, the sofim are going to say, I'm not getting involved in this. I'm not writing you a get without Azman because lechatchila, you're not allowed to remarry with one of these gitin that have a rabbinic invalidation, i.e. one of them being if there's a lacking in Zman. So the says, okay, but you still have a problem because let's say they go through the entire procedure, they have the get written properly, the husband has an Eitzah. He'll rip the Zman out of the get and then he'll give it to her. And what's the halacha in that case? We said rabbinically it's a problem, but if she remarries using that get, it's acceptable. The, the Vlad is not a mamzer. So you could still circumvent the issue. So Gazi Lizmandi, Dave, Yavin, Yahala, Mai. But what are you going to say if he tears out the Zman and then gives it to her? He'll circumvent the issue. Once you're telling me I have Vlad Kosher. So, so the Rabbi Yosef responded, It's similar to what we said on the top of the Amah, but we're not for our Ramai. Chazal don't make takanas in general, in general, there are exceptions maybe, but in general, they don't make takanas for somebody that is a trickster, somebody that's trying to evade halacha. So the Gemara says the third question, third challenge, but what about Kasav Boy, if inside of the get he wrote, Abai said to Rabbi Yosef, Instead of writing the specific day, he only wrote Shavua. Shavua is the seven-year cycle that we're currently in. We know that the uh, 50-year Yoival cycle is broken up into seven Yoival, uh, uh, Shemitah, 
seven Shemitah cycles exactly. So there was the seven-year unit. So what if he only wrote which seven-year unit they were in, or he only wrote Shana, the year they were in, or Chodesh, the month they were in, or Shabbos, the week they were in, the first week in uh, Sivan. Mice, there won't be the halacha in that case. Omar Leiser, Yosef said, Kosher. Actually, Rashi learns, Lechatchila, such a get would be acceptable. Because it's true, you don't have the specific date, but you have a date, so it would be acceptable, Lechatchila. So it says, Abai Tzorav Yosef, one second, But then again, what do the Chacham accomplish with their Takana? Because in such a scenario, it's so vague, maybe she was Mizana before this date, or maybe he'll sell the fruits off after this date within the same seven-year cycle, or within the same month. Ultimately, it doesn't help you. So the Gemara answers, Rav Yosef responds, It's true. It's not so specific. And if she was Mizana earlier in that Shavua, in that seven-year cycle or that month, you won't be able to catch her. But it will be able to say if she was Mezana before that seven-year cycle or before that month or before that year, etc. Or if he sold off fruits after that year, after that seven-year cycle. The Eloi Temachi. Rav Yosef says, because you have to say this. Because if you don't, Even a properly dated get, where it says exactly what day it is, maybe she was Mezana earlier in that day. How do you know when the get was given if it was the morning or the afternoon? Maybe she was Mizana earlier in that day or he sold off property after the get was given. So, Elamah, what do you have to say? Leoma de Kami, Leoma de Basre. That having a date in a get, a, a day, specifically tells us if she was Mizana the day before or if he sold off roots the day after, it would exclude, we'd know the reality of things. So, having the seven-year cycle at least tell us if she was Mizana before that or before uh, the seven-year cycle after, we'll be able to know that there was funny business and avoid that issue. What do you want to say? Could be he didn't. Could be he didn't. He did it by Kavona, maybe. But why would do some such a thing by Kavona? I don't know. I don't know. Because the Kavona is to make the date that you wrote it. I hear. I hear. I hear. I hear. You object to the suffer. I hear. You don't pay the suffer. There you go. No, well, no, you can't. L'chatchila, you're not allowed to. Hold on, I want to finish. We didn't finish yet. Amar le Ravina, Ravina. I'm sorry, we just want to finish because we're almost out of time. Amar le Ravina le Rava. So Ravina says a fourth objection to Rava. What about Kasve? If they wrote the get, we're gonna have another way that you could theoretically avoid the issue. They wrote the get the and the husband put it in his pocket. Wrote the get, put it in his pocket, and his calculation was If she'll be appeased, then she'll be appeased, meaning they were having some sort of an argument. So he said like this, I want to get on hand, and I want to get on hand, so I'll have it written, and then if I can appease her, I won't give it, but if I can't, I'll give it. The problem now is the date in that get is going to be predated by definition. So this avoid, now we're going to mice, Rashi learns. So now you're going to also not fulfill the original takana of Zman, as we said, because, and there was no malicious intent here to avoid the takana of Zman. It's just in the reality, and in reality, it will avoid the issue. So how do you, how do you then uh, resolve this, this being not a problem? Amar Leh, so Rav responded, So we have a assumption. People will not precede problems for themselves or punishments for themselves. What does that mean to say? Some could argue on this. But what that means to say is, is that if a person wants to divorce his wife, he's not going to do this. He's not going to write a get 
and then put it in his pocket to give later. When he needs to divorce her, he'll write again. I don't know, Paranus, so some would maybe challenge this premise, but let's just finish the last one because we're almost done. Amr Ravina Ravashi, and this Rav has pointed out before. Ravina asked Ravashi, Gitin Abayim Abdina Sayam. We've been discussing this. Gitin come from overseas. It could be six months. Six months. So It was written in Nisan and it only gets to them by Tishrei. So what have you accomplished? It's going to be dated six months before. That's so now you don't argument. have any issue. Now you don't have any resolute. You can't utilize the Takana properly. So Amalei, so Ravina respond, Ravashi said back to uh, Ravina, so these have a call. What does that mean? It means when a get comes from overseas, everybody knows the get came from overseas. So if she wants or we want to resolve what it is, we're going to have to ask witnesses, figure out when Lemaisa was this gitten, when was this get written, because otherwise we won't be able to resolve this. But we know that there's some sort of uh, irregularity or gray area with this, so we'll figure that out. But General Gitten, we do require Zman because it will help us to determine when it was written for halakhic purposes. We'll stop here at the top of Yechesim and Aleph. We're going to continue this discussion tomorrow about the Zman and Gitin. Is